This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. You go to a really, really bad team. And uh, sometimes you get to write the ship at that bad team, like a Joe Burrow or a Trevor Lawrence. And sometimes you get shit out of luck, Uh, like a Justin Fields. I mean, not that he was the first overall pick, but you know what I mean when you get picked high. Um, And I... I find it really unfortunate when I watch these, like, really young, talent, like, amazing talents have to – I mean, he's going to – it's going to be – you know, like, same with Baker. You know, like, he went through how many coaches in his first few years, and now he's already on his, like, fourth team, third team, and – Yeah, leading them potentially to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, like – what still on his rookie contract and he's already known as a journeyman quarterback. It's just, (laughs) so, you know, Bryce is going to be on his second coach in two years and um, you just hope it doesn't stunt his development. I've gone on a tangent. Now my point was, you know, young first round pick versus young first round pick. I know quarterbacks don't actually play against each other, but just next wave of the league. Very fun. Very exciting. Yeah. And I mean, I think like one of the things I'm looking at with this game and you feel bad, right? Like whenever you're like, Oh, they got to get after the young guy. Like it's, it's not personal. It's not that we don't want Bryce young to succeed in the league, but like this just, it has to be a game that I think the Packers dominate in all three phases. And if they don't, that's where your concern comes in. Like the Packers, they're still the only team in the league at a net zero for turnover differential, which is still fascinating to me. The Panthers are negative six. Like we talked about it. Bryce Young has a fumbling problem. Like they need to get some turnovers and kind of lost in. I I said this on uh, pack a day, but I think what was lost in the Tampa game because it was such a bad loss for the Packers. Kenny Clark has a career high in sacks this year. He had two sacks against Tampa. So now his, his career total or his season total is 6.5 and he'd never had more than six before. So like, this is a big opportunity for Kenny. Rashawn's, I think, like a half sack away from his his career high for a season. So, like, there's a lot for these guys to play for. And you know that they all have chips on their shoulders after everything that went down this week. So, hopefully, this is an opportunity for them to just really go out and, like, get some momentum going. Because we talked about it, right? They were on such a high after the Chargers and the Lions and the Chiefs. And we said, you don't want to get too high because Matt LaFleur said they're gunning for them. Mm-hmm. And you skid and you lose to the Giants and the Bucks, And suddenly the things that were supposed to be easy are really hard. But now that their backs are against the wall, Maddie tends to coach his best when his back yeah. is against the wall. Yeah. I just want to see like a clean performance in all three phases on Sunday. Agreed. Yeah. Mr. December, Kenny Clark. Um, before we wrap, there is one other thing that I feel like we have to mention um, because it's kind of a big deal. And that's if Jaden Reed 
plays in this game because we mentioned he's hurt. But if he plays in this game, he is one catch away and two catches away from tying and subsequently beating Sterling Sharp's rookie catch record for the Green Bay Packers. So for those of you out there watching, um, Jaden Reed has the potential to break a Packers all-time record, rookie catch record, um, which is really sweet. Like really, really, really sweet because um, that's being in a really, I don't even know, special club with a very special name. Um, and I think it's been a very long time since a Packers rookie receiver that I can remember has had a season like Jaden Reed. And it, it feels like it's just starting for him and he has three games. So this could be a record that stays on the books for quite some time because I'm imagining he's going to have way more than three catches ahead of him. So be on the lookout for that. Um, cause that's huge. He also like had no idea, um, until Wes told him in the locker room. And I think he had a great response. Again, we're plugging all of Wes's content, which I feel like we don't <laughs> do enough because Wes has amazing content. If you don't follow Wes Hockowitz, you should be. He's, um, he's great. Also a friend of the show. Um, but he did a great article on Jaden and basically Jaden was like, wow, that's really special and amazing to be in that company. But also I'm just here to win games and contribute to this team. And I just love that attitude so much. So we're cheering on Jaden for this personal accomplishment, even if he himself is just ready to do his 111th. Yeah. And I think this uh, can finally put the narrative to bed that the Packers need to take offensive weapons in the first round because it's early, <laughs> obviously, but the contribution you're getting from your second round wide receiver from both Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft, like the Packers know what they're doing defensively <laughs> remains to be seen, yeah. but they can find their guys second rounds and the wide receivers for green Bay go together, like peanut butter and jelly. Like it's, yeah. it's a good call. Yeah. This has been a, obviously a very special season for the Rook and it really feels like it's only up because it's been very, very fun watching him play. And he clearly has a very special connection with our QB. So love that for him. And I think as soon as he hits that, I hope nobody throws the ball into the stands and he gets <laughs> to keep it. So <laughs> plugging that as well. Um, we're Jaden Reed fans on this podcast. Yeah. For all the Packers that watch Packs What She Said on YouTube, don't throw the ball into the stands if you're excited <laughs> for Jaden. Um, really quick, let's uh, let's run through our score predictions for this one before we wrap it up. I think this is one the Packers offense actually does hit 30. Okay. Um, they just feel like they're right at the precipice of it if they play a clean game. So I do unfortunately have very little faith in this defense. So I do think the pack, the Panthers do unfortunately hit 21, but just 21. So I'm going 31, 21 Packers. So weirdly the last two times the Packers and Panthers played, the Packers have won 24 to 16. I don't think that's going to happen a third time. I don't think lightning's going to strike a third time, but I think we're going to see like 24, 14. Like I kind of think it's going to be lower scoring. I hope. The Packers put okay. up a ton of points. I would love to see them get over 30 since it's been a long time coming. But yeah, 
I'm going to say like 24-14, and I think hopefully we'll see a lot of time taken off the clock by the Packers offense with some sustained drives. Love it. All right, very different for us. We almost mm-hmm. never have disagreeing scores, <laughs> so we'll see. Love it. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. If you celebrate, hopefully you have a wonderful Christmas. We're hoping that the Packers, you know, can start off your Christmas Eve the right way and not the wrong way. Um, maybe that'll be the, the, you know, the nice present that you get this year is that the Packers finally look competent in all three phases at the same time and get back to their winning ways. So you don't have to talk to your family about what went wrong for that Packers team. 